couple more rings with me about it, bitch. I stacked it up, now I'm just better living. Got screws in my mouth, I'm just repping it. I'm fucking this cash on my celibate. I'm packing it out like a reverend. I need all this cash, I got hella kids. I'ma play dumb and get left in the middle. Back the fuck up, you too little. Hit him with three like a miller. I don't talk to no man in the middle. I don't talk to no man, I'm just kidding. But I did pay my sister tuition. I feel lucky, I should play the lottery. Walking out with it like Sunday list. Mama told me I'm her brightest star. Mama told me don't hate on the law. Hey guys, welcome to Two Broke for Therapy, a podcast where we are not therapists and we put our phones down once a week to talk and interview other people about life's biggest problems and also listen to you guys. Uh, Submit user questions every week at twobrokefortherapy.com and we respond to the best of our ability. (laughs) Um, Ben, what did we talk about this week? Oh man, Steve, we talked about Snapchat. Snapchat sexuality, yeah. Yeah, being promiscuous on Snapchat. Uh, we talked about dabbing. We did talk about dabbing. Um, the international to American complex. Yes, in social situations. Yep. Oh, also the things that you learned from childhood. Yeah, that was a big. That was a real one. Yeah, that was a really good one. That was like the the like final punch of the episode. Yeah, yeah. It got it got real. We talked about on some real shit too. Mm-hmm. New mix from Xanderway. Always. Always. And um, this is our third month, episode. basically, episode. Yeah, this is our 12th episode, and this is where we give a goal update. Uh, shit, I... <laughs> <laughs> so when I started this thing, I wanted to lose, like, 15 pounds, right? Or I wanted to lose uh, some more, as much weight as I could. I've, I've lost a total of 8 pounds. The most I got up was 14. But I'm 8 pounds down. I'm having a great time. My pants kind of don't fit. Um, but it's still a success, you know, mm-hmm. just the fact that I put my mind to it a little bit and for a while really was like efficient at it, like kind of gives me hope that I could do that again. <laughs> um, and your goal update is, uh, still have not got <laughs> But I'm we've com- done three though. Yeah. We have done very independent shows. Yeah, of anyway. course. But that's still a step. I still think that that's like, just like I have a slight success. I think you have a slight success. Yeah. We definitely hit the minimum bar. Yeah. Yeah, of course. We could have done more, but we, at the end of the day, are building for more successes for later. And I would say Sam, if anything, has learned a lot from the experiences and also mm-hmm. is thankful just to have people jump around. Yeah. You know? And just because you didn't find him a show doesn't mean you didn't help with the shows. Exactly. And that's a big thing, too, you know? It takes a tribe, as I say later in the show. And, um, yeah, we had Lone, a coworker of mine on the show this week, and like we said, we talk about a lot of interesting topics, and it was good to have um, a girl's perspective on the show, as mm-hmm. always, we like to toss them in there, and uh, she's great, she's uh, one of the most opinionated people I know, and also, uh, you know, just a very strong woman, mm-hmm. like, she intimidates me on a daily basis, and I love it. She just has such a diverse background. Yeah, she does, she knows seven languages, she... She's been abroad for eight years of her life, like... That blows my mind. Yeah, I don't even know how someone could do that. Yeah. It's hard for me to even, like, go to Spain for five days. Yeah. Yeah. And all the places she's been to is, like, mad crazy. Crazy places. Yeah. Ugh. Well, let's get into it, right? Yeah. Let's uh, Let's enter the show, and um, we start with on some real shit and some wine talk, as usual. Yeah. And, yeah, when are we getting this case of wine? <laughs> uh, guys, expecting a wine sponsor next week, so uh, be prepared for some explicit wine talk. Yeah, we're going to definitely pump the wine talk up a little bit. Uh, maybe hit the whites or the reds next week. We'll we're gonna, see. We're going to see what, what we get. Um, but, 
You guys are listening to Two Broke for Therapy. Again, you guys can always submit questions at twobrokefortherapy.com, and we will do our best to answer them every week. And Ben? Steve? We are ben? not therapists. Thank you. <laughs> All right, let's get into it. The nigga quit bitchin', I ball like a piston I'm down go fishing, ain't my hurt your vision 22 shots at his neck if you try me Lookin' for me, pussy nigga, you found me I keep real money makers around me All my niggas got a stack at the cheddar All my niggas gotta get to the petty Pull up in the pond like it's in jetty When I pussy nigga, bring a spaghetti This a rubber nigga, this not a Chevy Keep a couple white bitches with me at the nickname a Lil Debbie Cause she with the fuck a pie, ayy Bitch, don't you run in my spot, whoa Bro, had to remix the drop, whoa I be my case like the cops graduated and i literally remember during graduation time getting in and out for pure happiness I was like, this is gonna make me happy this is why i want this meal i was just so sad and just like depressed and grinding my butt off and in the it was worth graduation, it yeah. You're like yeah i was like yes give me that happiness me and my boy diddy would go to in and out all the time just when we were sad not because we were hungry but because we were oh, sad I feel it. it's a big spot in huntington beach you can't say that oh, no it's 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 like Hunting, Huntington. 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 If, yeah. That's the thing, is that's, you're not alone. Huntington. That's yeah. like what I've wanted to, to tell you for so long. Like, not a lot of people can say how people from it our hometown say it. It well. Wait, I can't, those two, like. People from Huntington don't pronounce the T. Yeah. Ha- oh, hun- so, so it does flow. So yeah. the way you said it originally is how locals will say it. Okay. Yeah. But when you when Americans read it, they'll say Huntington. Huntington. Yeah. It's you would have to tell me for me to pronounce. It's difficult. It's it's like not natural for me to not pronounce that T. Like South yeah. Africans enunciate everything, like every syllable yeah. and every word. So it's like hard. Yeah. Hard like, to just like skip it. Yeah, it's it really is. Whereas in French, you just like add on three letters at the end just for shit, and then don't say them. <laughs> like, what the like, f- disregard them. How much French do you know? I, I learned um, très, très, sorry, très belle today, which is like. She's you're, you're still beautiful. Not the R, right? Dude, god damn it. I've worked at it all day. The R is impossible. Are you sure? Yeah, I cannot do it either. You don't know how to you I thought you took French in high school. I did. No, I took French just as like a study abroad thing. Oh, I did yeah. like six weeks of French. But then I came from a Hebrew background where R's are even more fucked up. Oh my yeah. gosh. So it's like I could not like I sounded like an idiot. <laughs> I sounded so bad. So you only speak English? Yeah. Okay. I thought you spoke French for some reason. I mean, I know, like, basic phrases in French. I know some Spanish, but literally maybe, like, a couple words. I studied French for four years. I don't remember anything. And yeah. that's really funny because I'm really good at languages. Like, I speak seven as is. But French, I just can't get the hang of it. And it's, like, it's difficult. What languages do you speak? Um, I speak English. I speak Spanish. I speak Setswana, Zulu, Tosa, Swahili, and Indebele. What is Montabona? Montabona. Oh, no. That's... Steven. I, dude, I know it when oh. I haven't had wine. You know me at five... Tomorrow, I'm literally going to say oh, it no, to you. Oh, no, you know what? I thought you were going to say something else that was insulting. It's no, no, no. almost <laughs> had a word that was, like, really bad. I'm like, where did you learn this? Bonomoto, right? That's oh, it? Oh, yeah. That means, um, look at that Yeah, person. that's what I... When there's hey. a cute girl at work, when I'm working with her, I'll, I'll always say that because I'm like, look at that person. <laughs> you say it in such a good context, too. Like, if, he, if I say it to Lolo, he'll hear me and know what I'm talking about which yeah. is like really funny like i was like teach, I, I have this thing where i was like just teach me one from any of those languages teach me like one new phrase or word a day mm-hmm. every time i'm with you and that's the only one i ever learned or stuck with but i have it down that's the yeah, yeah. i, have it down I focus yeah I'm, I'm proud of it 
you know, let's get out, let's get into on some real shit. Cause your question kind of opens up everything that we want to talk about. Right. So yeah, yeah lay it in. just um, on well, some real shit, go for it. Well, I guess we're speaking about languages and diversity. So I guess my question was, I, so I moved here a couple of years ago and I, what I, what I tend to find just being here, um, I've lived in several places in the States. There's this like prevailing thought I have, and I know maybe a couple of people may disagree or agree, but there's this like international American complex here where it's like Americans, I feel are not very comfortable in acclimating to people who are of a different culture. They, I undergo awkward interactions <laughs> almost every day because it's like it is, they just don't know what to do I mean it's one thing to be like African American or Indian American like I think that's an easier blow to swallow but like foreigners in general there's this kind of like weird like like once you hear that accent it's like what do you do mm-hmm. yeah the accent or just kind of like you immediately just kind of group them in this like special group of like these are very different people kind of like we would never have similarities in cultures is what I get a lot. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's just me, but I mean, what would you guys say? You're American, so what do you feel when you... like? What's you know, fucked up about us? Let's see. No, <laughs> no, 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 it's true though. That's the thing. It's like, I don't know. What do you think, Ben? I have a lot of thoughts on this. So like, I have like a lot of thoughts in my head right now that are like, I can see this per- perspective, I can see this, and I'm not necessarily sure like what my exact one is. Mm-hmm. So I'll just like lay lay them out. Like So I guess I guess the best one I can think of right now is that Americans think they're the center of the world. Yeah. And I personally don't think that. I've traveled quite a bit and I've been very fortunate to do so and I've been able to and I I was a global studies major in college, so like Oh same, me too. And and I loved it. And like okay. I, I there's nothing I love more than just like understanding that you're a citizen of the world, not necessarily like where you're from. So like kind of what we talked about last week too, like being local to somewhere, not necessarily yeah, like belonging to somewhere. And like, I love international people. Like those, like I love finding people's stories and like how they got there and all yeah. of that. Whereas a lot of people get really uncomfortable by that yeah. because they're not familiar to what they themselves are familiar to. I feel like traveling a lot really aids like your perspective on anything. Like just because you've already mentioned that you've gone abroad and you have you know, you've done global studies. It's one thing, I think, to be acceptive of, like, people, but it's another thing to actually go and, like, be outside of your comfort zone. I feel like people here are not, like, there's no weirdness intentionally. It's just more of, like, the lack of knowledge. And I think there's also the aspect of not even wanting to know more. Mm -hmm. So I think that's where the complex comes from. It's not even, like, people are really weird about it it's more so like they don't really know about you yeah like if i say i'm from botswana i know that's not a well-known country you're already kind of confused about who i am as a person because you've never probably heard that country before in Mm -hmm. your life and i feel like that's the same thing like i kind of always use like as one of my random countries it's not really random but like if I'm describing something like really off, I'll be like, like I don't know if that guy is from like Nicaragua. Like, that's my random country because I just mm-hmm. feel like I, I don't know anyone from Nicaragua, right? I don't know. Like so yeah, I feel the same way if I was to introduce myself and I'm like, hey, I'm from Botswana. I understand if you were to already like already feel this like disconnection, mm-hmm. but I feel like the weirdness comes from like not wanting to know and just feeling to just like play into the ignorance. It's like. I wish people would be more curious versus more 
um, stuck to their own train of thought because like difference for me is like I want to know why yeah like if you're like if you stroll into workshop for example and you just have like a peculiar like look or I can just tell you from somewhere I'm curious like before it? anything it's like it's more like a question mark than judgment and I feel the opposite being a foreigner here sometimes it feels more like where does she from yeah <laughs> versus like oh where are you from kind of thing mm-hmm. for me I think like just like Ben said I think Americans think that they're the center of the world and it takes really traveling and uh feeling out of place how you think like you know I feel like most foreigners are how kind of how you feel like not displaced but like slightly uncomfortable because everyone around them is like an, a kind of way and it's like going to I went to Spain uh, earlier this year and going there not knowing Spanish and just being completely mm-hmm. out of place like woo it mm-hmm. taught me quite a bit Ric Flair <laughs> it happens <laughs> every episode um, but yeah it was that was something that I learned just traveling too is like you know feeling out of place it's you the more you see the more you know kind of yeah and like the more you it's all about experience it's like you know so not a lot of people in america do travel out of the country and if they do it's like you know mexico or maybe hit canada but like that moment where you land in another country where you are like not the majority you're kind of like yo yeah i'm out of place funny story like in north carolina where i went to school i feel like people found it more weird that i understood like, I was more relatable than they thought I was. Like, if we'd be in a class and we're just discussing something, it would be so weird if I was in a politics class and I knew everything that was going on here. Or it'd be weird if I you've asked me about a reality show that was on, like, 10 years ago and I know it and I'm like, yeah, man, I used to watch that. Mm-hmm. It's, like, it's weird for people to think that you possibly have the same culture, similar... Not even culture, because maybe culture is different, but similar lifestyle interests. Like, we have to be honest, like, everything that's kind of, like, born here in the States is a global outreach. Everybody listens to American artists. Everybody watches the same shows globally. Like, unless you don't have access to internet or, I don't know, TV, like, there's really no way you can escape what's kind of going on. So I found it very weird when I was in college. People would find it more so like I'm trying to much versus like this is actually just me I dress like this because I want to I want to I had this one girl ask me my first year in college I got there and I was in a class and I was telling her yeah I was so excited and she's like oh my god I love your outfit and I was like oh yay that's sweet people like me good got this in the bag and she's like so where'd you get your clothes from did they dress you when you got here I was like oh my god Wait, sorry, so you think that these aren't my clothes? Shout out to like, Carolina. I, I possibly just... It's it's not even the ignorance. Like, that's just one thing. But it's also, like, another thing for you to think that I possibly don't have acts. It's just, like... Mm-hmm. It's, I just feel like there's no excuse for it anymore. It's 2016. You know, like, come on. You know that people are not, like, living under, like, shells. It's just, like, an annoying to be, like... You know, when people make you feel, like, uncomfortable, I guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then again, it's like you said, it's it's both ways. It's a two-way street because I think foreigners battle with the same thing of feeling weird. Yeah. I feel like this can relate to something I, t- I touched on a lot. It's, like, people don't want to go outside their comfort, yeah. their comfort zone. And, like, they want to be complacent. And I feel like that's kind of why you land on our couch today. It's, like, you're not, you're not comfortable <laughs> with being complacent. Yeah. Like, you want more for yourself. You want more for your family and like everything like surrounding you 
Whereas a lot of people that you probably meet, like, they don't think beyond what's happening tomorrow. Yeah. And, like, they would much rather just, like, sit in their room and watch a Netflix series than actually learn about something that could push them somewhere else. Like, I don't think there's anything I love more than, like, being able to be just, like, drop somewhere in the world and be uncomfortable. Like, I love that feeling. I thrive in that feeling. Me too. So it's, like, that actually doesn't happen to a lot of other people. True. Especially people here in America because they want everything that comes to them easy and they want to be able to do it, like, at the comfort of their own home. And truth be told, people love hierarchies, segregation. Like, low-key, everybody has, like, this... Whether it comes to, like, vibe or whether it's, like, the type of person you like to fuck with. Everybody has this kind of thing where you're like, I don't know, that's just not my type of person. And it kind of trickles into, like, cultures as well. Because you just be like, I don't know, I really don't think I could really fuck with an international. That kind of, like, mm-hmm. perspective. Like, it, there's just so many realms as to, like, why people choose to, like... um feel uncomfortable around people it's just kind of like a mentality thing it's subjective like you either are cool with it like you're not weird about it you know there's no real like difference there's like similarities you can possibly share i mean like what well, what do you think it's like dating an american like you date an american person it's not weird at all like i've never dated anyone from my country before i know that's so weird whoa <laughs> that's really cool i know that's so strange like i was actually talking to my mom about it i was like shit i've never had i've never dated a like a guy from botswana or south africa like ever mm-hmm. like that's so lame like i mean in in a sense it's like just weird just kind of timing wise but yeah dating an american isn't strange for me i I've been dating people who are foreigners to me all, like, for the past, like, so long. Have you ever dated a foreigner, Ben? Mm. No. No. I have. Just, like, in general, like, I kind of am like you. I just, everything is kind of similar. Like, I don't think anything's weird. I mean, if you like somebody, you like somebody, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's weird for the, like, the American guy you're dating. Or maybe I'm just speaking, like, personally, I guess. But, like, I, weird, I think it's weirder for the person's family you're dating than the person themselves. Like, I feel like mm-hmm. my boyfriend's, like, family's not necessarily, like, as accepting as him. Like, they're just kind of like, who's this chick? Where's she mm-hmm. coming from? What's she doing here? They have a lot of questions versus, like, he's just kind of, like, living his life. Yeah. That kind of thing. <laughs> awesome real shit. Um, I have gone through about three graduations in the past month and a half. Yeah. And um, <laughs> you're gonna compare the ceremonies <laughs> somewhat. Uh, oh, wow. I have realized that graduation is not about the person graduating, it's about everybody else. Meaning the school? No, no, not my family. Ooh. Oh, yeah, so, hot topic. Yeah, it is literally when someone graduates, it is not about your accomplishments, <laughs> it's about balancing the emotions and the feelings of the people surrounding that person. And the, the proud feeling they have of your accomplishments exactly. about that as well. It's exactly. Like, when so they happy. were chirping in your ear about a whole bunch of other stuff. Yeah. Now it's all about, I am so proud of how <laughs> you did this and all that. And just like, it's a great moment nonetheless. Yeah. But like, it's emotional, it's taxing, and it's so draining. It's so long. Like, yeah. what the fuck? I mean, like, I, <laughs> it's just freaking like yeah. four hours almost it's like, never just but it's night at dinner it's all that stuff it's yeah. so much I'm, i mean like so i've been able to see it from the perspective of like three different people and like 
you have to balance like your friends coming into town, your family coming into town, what yeah. everybody wants to do, making sure that the people that are staying with you are happy and accounted for and just like it's really stressful. It's so much work. I think it's like it's like the twenties version of uh, marriage season when you're like yes. thirty. Because then yes. it's like summer season. Uh, Blake, Chad, and Audrey are all getting married. I'm there all June. It's like, you know, graduation season is a season, and it's just like, you know, Billy's graduating this weekend, you know, Sam's got this weekend. I gotta go to his family brunch, his family dinner. Exactly. It was exhausting. Yeah. And like, not about you on your graduation day. (laughs) And just to see like three different individuals and how like people reflect their feelings onto them was like kind of surreal. And just like to, because I was on the receiving end last year. And yeah. now to see that through, like, three people I really care about, <laughs> it was like, wow, this is such, like, a big thing for people. Quite possibly the three people that you care about most. Yeah. <laughs> like, pretty Straight pretty up. insane. And it was all at the same time. So I'm like, I'm happy I got that over with. Like, yeah, like, I don't think so you're going to graduation. I'm like, so happy you knocked it yeah, out. <laughs> like, I wouldn't have it any other way. It was like, boom, 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 boom. Great. That's like, so funny. Shit. Like, I cried so much in the past month and a half. Dude, so, so emotional. Yeah, so many tears. I had to give a speech to my girlfriend in front of her whole family. Like, that oh, was... no. Some... Did you cry mid-speech? I, everybody was crying the whole time. Oh, you're like, killing it! Gosh, it like, that is so <laughs> cute! Like, the whole family. Because she, she's a stud for the family. Like, she, oh. like, sets the example of, like, what it's like to be a cousin and, like, role model. Yeah. And, like, she's doing great. And it was just, like, everybody was just in tears. He's tearing up now. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Making women cry. Yeah. <laughs> I wish I had the opportunity to do that. Um, so that's my awesome real shit. Graduations are not for the person graduating; it's for family. Yeah, definitely. They're very long. <laughs> I, okay, so I will say last thing Go. is that UCSB I think has the best graduation because it's not like a huge deal. Really? Oh, yeah. Okay. Like There's no like, like big school ceremony. It's like literally two hours and you're out, and then you're out with your family doing your thing. Whereas Sac State was like fucking like, I don't know, like three, four hours. <laughs> SF State's like five hours. SF, Sam's graduation was the longest thing of my entire life. Yeah, you thought college was long. <laughs> Just trying to right, wait till like, you graduate. <laughs> that was rough. That was so rough. Yeah, dude. No. And it's just stressful. You can just see the stress in everybody's graduating. Like that balance act you just mentioned. No, yeah. it's not fun for them at all. Yeah. Well, my own some real shit, just like a parent paying for $30,000 worth of schooling to go and sit at a six-hour graduation. My own some real shit is spending money and feeling good about it. I've been spending a lot of money recently, more money than I usually do. This usually does happen when I am starting or in a relationship with somebody. Mm-hmm. But today, I spent $350 for two tickets to go and see Kanye West oh, hell yeah. in Oakland in October. And that's like, you know, something I try to do every time I can. And I dropped the money to, for me and Trevor to go and watch Kanye West. And, you know, this past weekend I spent a lot of money on, like, we went to, I went to Santa Cruz, rode a roller coaster or two, um, played Frisbee on the beach, wow. went to the Redwoods. Um, yeah, went to uh, UC Santa Cruz's graduation for a moment. Whoa. Uh, yeah, and just went all around. And I don't know, it's like when I spend money that I work hard for on stuff that I really like, like, it doesn't make me feel good necessarily, but it kind of makes me feel validated. Yeah. So, like, my own some real shit is, like, I finally feel validated for working hard mm-hmm. when I spend money on these things. It's kind of like, you know, how you probably buy a Coachella ticket every year. It's like, that's going to be a weekend that's going to be sick. For me. For you. 
And it's like, you know, for you. It's like, that's mm-hmm. something directly for you. I'm going to see Kanye West for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, you know, I'm trying to go with someone who wants to see him equally as bad as me. It's not like, oh, come along. I got an extra <laughs> ticket. It's like, no, I'm going to yell. No, I'm going to yell the whole time. Kind of yeah, it's, it's on the floor. We're gonna, I'm going to do the dark arts where Chef Curry shoots his shots. It's going to be hey. great. Uh, I can't wait. And That sounds dope. Yeah, and it's really cool, and, you know, another big thing is Comic-Con is coming up, and I just, like, kind of got, you know when you're, like, about to go on a trip, and it kicks in, like, it's happening. Yeah. It's like, Comic-Con is happening, and that's going to be the biggest, as they say on Parks and Rec, treat yourself weekend of the fucking year. Yep. I'm going to lose my mind, and my wallet. (laughs) Can't wait. I, I, I think, like, um, spending money on yourself, you should never feel bad, like, if it makes you feel that good. But, but like, I also spending money on others that you care about is great, too. Yeah, and, like, I guess maybe I also have never been a frugal person. I if I have the money and I'm not going to be severely affected by it, I will spend it. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll be that person who, like, drinks on me, guys, drinks on yeah. me, even though I know, like... I don't do that. No, dude, I am literally awful. Like, I will yeah. pretty much offer to pay for everything. Like, Uber, drinks, just because, like, if I have the money... I will spend it. It's not even like a sense like I'm just throwing it out there. It's more like... You've got a hot wallet. No, not even. Oh, I've got a hot wallet. (laughs) I think I also want to have a good time. So it's like in order to have a good time with other people, sometimes you have to spend money. It's like sometimes like I want to do something and my friend is just kind of like broke. I'm like, I don't want to not do anything because you're not doing anything. Let's go. I got you type of thing. Like, so I never feel bad about like instances. The only thing I feel bad about is Uber, and like I will just not yeah, I fuck bad. Like I don't feel bad about Uber at all. It's a curse, guys. Yeah. <laughs> no, really, it is. You do it a lot, though. How many Steven, times do you think you take? Do you, know it? I, just, do you know how much I spent on Uber in the past like week? Talk to me. Five hundred dollars. Wow, Whoa. where are you going? You just taking trips to San Jose? Shit. <laughs> her eyes roll into the back hey of her guys, head. Hey guys, I'm just, I'm like literally saying this to you because I found out today and I'm, it's really upsetting. Oh like, I was God. like, what the fuck am I using my money on? That I don't feel validated by. I do not feel good about. I do not feel like great that I spent that money. But, you know. You love saving that time though. <laughs> I do. But I mean, that's one thing you can just say is like reckless spending. I don't feel good yeah. about that. But it's also not a conscious decision. Like usually when I Uber, I'm just kind of like, you know what? It's late. Fuck it. It's I need actually to get there. just. Yeah. Or sometimes it's the only way. It's like time, like whatever. But yeah. things that you wanted, like a Kanye ticket, that's something you want to do. If you have the yeah. guap, I would I, I'd say go for it. But also, like, you know, half the stuff that I did this weekend was with somebody that I care about. And, like, you know, I, I think spending money to have a good time in general is a great idea. One, I really agree with you. It's, like, it's more of a I want to get things happening attitude. Yeah. And, like, I'm willing to make that happen for me and my people. Yeah. And, like, I, I personally feel it's a good mentality to have. Might put you in a little bit of debt for a little bit, but, hey. And then people always, like, for me, I find that, like, most of my friends always got me. And yeah. at the end of the day, it's kind of like that thing where you know I'm not, like, you know, I'm not going to be like, yo, yo, yo. Yeah. So that, like, yeah. you know, that Uber ride that I got you. Like, I'm just kind of one of those people that my friends know that I'm not super, like, weird about money. And in fact, I hate conversations about money, especially in relationships. It's so super weird. I avoid it by being the person who offers. Yeah. I'm like, you know what? I'm really not, I won't be as mad as you. So I'll pay. Yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. I, I don't take it too seriously. You can't take anything seriously. It's so weird in relationships, though. It's like the weirdest conversation to like, 
or the weirdest threshold to like overcome like when you mm-hmm. first start dating someone it's either like the guy's like trying to court you and he's like paying for stuff or whatever so that beginning part is and then you're dating mm. and you're like maybe going splitsies every now and then yeah. and then there's like this weird awkward like moment where you're like someone feels like they're spending more but you're only making the same it's like until you cross that it's a really awkward i think i agree with you completely but i also think the first awkward thing about getting over in a relationship is pooping it's what pooping pooping it's getting comfortable about taking a shit in front of somebody else it's it's hard it's like you gotta i can do everything somebody else you can do everything except for pooping See, well, I wait like a month. Nobody. Wait, like I hit the month part, and I'm like, you do that, take shits in front of somebody else. I'm not no, like taking. Saying, no, no, no. The only thing I can't do. I'm not like taking a shit yeah, in front of anybody. I, I want to specify. I'm talking about being like, I've got to go take a shit. <laughs> oh no, yeah. I'll, That's what I'll I mean. I'm, I'm not shitting in front of anybody. That's all I want to say. Okay, I'll say I'm not just casually. That's not normal for me. Can you pass me that newspaper? No. Someone in the room, like, ask my boyfriend. I told him, like, literally, you have to leave. And I is Tash in the, the room? Really? No, I like the shower guys. too. It it's feels like I'm in the jungle, but sometimes I'm, I'm not in the shower. The running I'm water. literally just running the water so I can mask myself in the in the bathroom and just feel like comfortable. Like, I don't want oh people knowing I'm in here. Like, even Lolo, she knows I have a complex. She's like, if I'm showering and I'm like, I just got in there, she's like, Are you taking this shit again? Like, I'm out of here. Shout out to Lolo. <laughs> That, that's the thing is like I think that in a relationship this is just another sidetrack but I mean completely like you know it, there's a wall where it's like oh I've got to go take a shit and then that's the moment where you're like I'm completely comfortable what? with this person mm. like it's like getting naked in front of somebody taking a shit then financial stuff is always Farty. number three I can't well that's a I think that's all in the same realm yeah <laughs> I, do, like, I, I think the com- like comfort is such a weird thing you just need to know the person and know what they're like I personally get grossed out when women fart I just think it's, like, some social norm bullshit. But at the same time, like, I don't do it in front of girls because it's, like, I don't want to open the gates. You know what I mean? I've know, I've met some women like that I'm are ruthless. That. <laughs> Straight ruthless. I let loose, man. You let loose? You loose like, you're, you're in that, like, past the, like, year mark, though, where you're yeah. just in the money. You yeah. guys are just, like, you know, take baths together and shit. But, uh, and that's what I'm saying. Like, we literally do everything together except for poop in the same room. That's, like, the, the last... <laughs> Cannot... It's okay. I just cannot get over it. That's a that's a sense of just thing. cannot. Like it's just not there. It's yeah. just like I need that to be my time. <laughs> <laughs> Your voice. Leave me alone. My time. Yeah. <laughs> that is so funny. I I mean, let's get into the user questions. Every week we answer questions from you guys, the people that listen to the show. So the first question states, uh, the name is from Nono, and the subject is bad move, and the question is Next time you have a girl over, and I think he means have a girl on the podcast, or she means have a girl on the podcast, ask the group, what are the do's and don'ts of dating? So let's make it pretty simple. Let's do three things each, do's and don'ts of dating. Um, if you want to go first, who wants to go first? Mm. Like, if you were to go on a first date with somebody, what is three things you would like them to do and three things you would not like them to do? In your opinion, obviously. I think of the three do's. I mean, the three don'ts. So let's do three don'ts first, and then we'll all do our do's. If it's the first date... Shit, I hate the fact that this is my first one. If it's the first date, I'm going to look at what you're wearing. Okay. Like, at least Valid. look like you made an effort. Because then I, it makes me feel like it's like a real date. Like, if you're wearing flip-flops, like, 
I'm going to call an Uber. Like, oh, and then waste some more money. No, just like, <laughs> just like, look like you actually put in the effort. Because most likely, I did. If it's a, if it's a date, a first date, I'm probably looking like I'm, I tried. Yeah. Um. So that, that's that's a, that's in my three too. So yeah. I'll, I'll nail one of mine. Um, effort and appearance. I also like um one of the first like initial things that I gauge with people on the first date is like conversation. Like how well did it flow? Were we awkward the whole time? Were there like gaps and like I'm not analyzing it like that in the moment, but you can always always like feel like having a conversation with someone if it's like weird or something. It's just kind of like the vibe. Like are we like chilling or is it weird? Am I thinking too much or are we just kind of like kicking it? Um so it's a don't I mean that's a do. Wait, I don't know. Appearance. It's a do point, and a don't. It's a yeah. It's a do and a don't. Do you dress up? Don't look like a bum. Yeah, even same for conversation. Don't be dry and also have great conversation. So those are both do's and don'ts. And then for third, I hate when I go on a date with someone for the first time, and we. I, when I go on a date with a guy for the first time, I want to make it, I like conversations you would have with someone at a party randomly. Let's say you met in the kitchen. I hate dates where you're like actually quizzing that person. Like you're like, oh, so yeah, where do you work? What do you do? You know, where do you live? I mean, those are like generic questions, I guess, but like really kind of like relationship like questions. I don't like people who go on the first date to kind of like seek red flags. I feel like it's so weird. It's like, mm. I don't know, like. Just Man, you're you're pretty confident. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. No, I mean like I don't I don't go with the intention of seeking red flags. I'm going on a first date because initially I must have had some interest in you. I wouldn't go on a first date with you if I didn't. So if I'm there, I'm not like the aim is not to find red flags. The aim is to find like green flags. If anything, I'm like looking for great things because it's like being on a first date already is kind of like okay. So we made the effort. So if anything, if in fact I actually see red flags, and then I'm like, eh, it's okay. I guess I can overlook it. I try to be as like positive. So yours are so far style, style, appearance, conversation, and um, your perception of what this date is gonna be. Like, are you just oh, yeah, out here trying to rule things out? Like, do you have a checklist? Like, and you can always tell usually, like, when you're talking to any guy, if they're, like, looking for specific pointers. But for me, I don't want to feel uncomfortable. I don't want to feel like I'm trying to impress you. And I feel like that's what, like, when guys come with, like, specific things they're looking for. In conversation, you can, like, immediately pick it up. So it's like, I don't want to do that. I'm not trying to impress you. I'm just on this date because... You think I'm kind of cool, and I think you're kind of cool, so we must have like met for a reason, right? Yeah. That kind of thing. Yeah, my that's great. My, my don'ts are definitely style. Like you know, I want you know not well do's and don'ts, just like how you said. Like you know, I like if someone dresses up, I try to dress up. Like you know, that does kind of signify a date to me. Is like we are both trying to put out the best forth of ourselves or whatever. Yeah. Um. So style and appearance is a big one for me just because, you know, I like a girl who knows how to dress. I like to see what you can do. That's like, you know, mm-hmm. that's like your runway moment, right? Like, I'm trying to impress this person. Let's see what I got. Um, so definitely that. I think I think conversation is definitely a big one as well. But I think a sense of humor is my uh, number two, like, don't. Like, if you have, like, a dry sense of humor, you just don't really uh, get a lot of stuff that I talk about. <laughs> 
or like reference, I'm kind of like, damn, I don't know if I can connect with this person. So that's kind of a, a no-no for me. I guess these are all like both. If someone mm-hmm. did like it's laugh weird. on a first date with you, you'd probably know that they're not like... Oh, I'd literally be like, yeah. yo, what is wrong with this person? <laughs> You're like, what is wrong with you? I haven't laughed at any of my jokes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. I've been there. <laughs> um, <laughs> believe it or not. And then I guess my third don't is like, don't be a blank slate. Like, have have super opinions. I like people that are mad opinionated about things. Like, even if I don't agree with you, if you stick with that, I'm like, damn, respect. <laughs> we're just kind of do both. Yeah, that, that's I'm how it seems to be balancing. I'm just gonna handle both. Uh, for don'ts, um, kind of what we both say, like don't hold back. Like yeah. don't like if I'm gonna be on a first date with you, just yeah, don't try and be something else that you're not. Like the reason why we're on a first date, like you said, is like we've already had that initial connection where we're like, okay, yeah, yeah, we should spend some more time together. So don't hold back. Second one is don't say you don't like wine. Don't say you don't like wine. Yeah. If someone says they don't like wine, I do not know if I could date that person. Damn, if you you is could that like an ultimate red flag. That's like, a really no. big red flag. You couldn't you could be drinking red wine by myself. Yeah. So or any kind of wine. You so couldn't have like, dated me three months ago. Exactly. Wow. Why about the glass? No. <laughs> no. You're like, nope, no. I'm not doing it. There's something about splitting a bottle with somebody and then just like going into yeah. their memories and like their thoughts. Love Defo. that. Yeah. Um uh, for dues, um, for do's? Do talk to me about weird things. Like, don't think that I don't want to talk about, like, yeah. really yeah. weird things. Kind of like this podcast. Like, we're going to talk about whatever the hell comes to our mind. Like, I, I enjoy that. So don't, like you're saying, like, don't do the common things. Like, where do you work? What do you do? What yeah. Like, what is this like for you? It's like, no, like, get into some nitty gritties with me. That's why we're on the first date. Um, do challenge me. I don't like people that always agree with me. I yeah. hate that. I don't like someone who's like, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Oh, yeah, I totally am, yeah. I like somebody who's like, no, I don't think that. And then I want to know why. Yeah. And then, like, I'm totally okay with, like, agreeing to disagree. I enjoy that. And it's uh, really attractive when someone can still make a valid point and yeah. they like, just don't agree yeah. with you. It's like, yeah. cool. You have That's your own saying. formulated opinion. Yeah. And then hot topic is do offer to pay. <laughs> hot topic. But I'm always going to, like, I'm always yeah. going to pay. But just, like, Let's please. And cheers. Please <laughs> offer to pay. Yeah. You know what? I completely agree with you on that. Like, I feel as if it's just maybe in, in our age range, especially like in your twenties. Come on, and like if we, you, we all have the same money. We all and we all live in the same city. You know, in college, like you know, we used to work those all like on campus jobs. Like, yeah, I used to like find it so crazy if my friends would be like, they'd expect them to pay for dinner. I'm like, but we, you all, we all make the same Same. minimum wage and he works at the library. You work at another fucking on-campus job. Like, why are you expecting him to pay? Like, where is he getting this money? Exactly. (laughs) And for what? No. Yeah. I I think offering is a really good gesture. That's all I'm looking for is the offer. I'm always, like, as a man, I've been taught, like, you should always walk away with that in your pocket. But, like. Like, understanding that someone also values the time that you guys have together is, like, huge for me. Yeah. But that also kind of puts some people out of the question for me. So somebody does not have those means, and unfortunately, like, it's a lot harder for me to connect. So it's like, where do you kind of find the balance there? But, I mean, you could offer and bluff, so... That, that shows you got courage. Right, yeah. yeah. No, that's really ballsy. Yeah, I would exactly. not offer it. Because I've had guys who've been like, okay, I mean, if you offer it, they're not like, oh, okay, pay for the whole thing. But they'll be like, let's go splitsies. 
Let's say you didn't even have splitsies. What you yeah. gonna say then? You're like, no, yeah. I can't even do half. Okay, sorry. Uh, no. So about I'll get that, the tip. Like, <laughs> about well, that, then, I I'm just gonna get the tip. Yeah. Well, then, paper. well, then that guy was not taught right. Money's awkward. Money's awkward. So We've talked about it already. Yeah. It's so awkward. I don't know. For me, I, I just lay it down. Day. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. I feel like girls who like expect guys to pay like how obnoxious like did you just come here with no fucking money like yeah. where what is wrong with you yeah. I, I used like, to know a girl who well, would go on tinder dates just to get free dinner oh my god Jesus. savage LA women dude my friend told me that too and he was like and she fucking ordered an appetizer and dessert yeah. and I was like what the shit don't order three meals and not freaking pay yeah. I, I just saw a, I just saw a video on Facebook and it kind of like it just put into words what I've been thinking for a while it's like you value your time more than the person you're with. Definitely. It's, it's like a matter of respect. It's like, it's worth more for you to be with me than for me to be with you at this point. Yeah. And it's like, no, like it's an <laughs> no. equal partnership here. Yeah. Like and we are both taking time out of our too. days to explore more about each other. So it's like, it should be respected equally. For sure. And that's what I'm saying. It goes down to the teachings. It's like, you should offer, but the guy should walk away with the check. It's all about principle. Yeah. And especially if you don't know someone, I mean, like, I feel like there is that kind of, like, you can be a little lax when you're in, like, a serious relationship because there exactly. are things where you're just, like, you know your boyfriend's going to pay or you're going to pay. Like, it's, like, the money conversation becomes less weird. But if you are not with someone for you to, like, go on a date and intentionally just, like, expect them to pay is... Savage. Yeah. It's also just, like, I don't think it's a... It's it's beyond. It's morally like, it's corrupt. Yeah. I just think it's unattractive too. I just feel like as a woman, like come on, like yeah. you should always feel like you hold your own at least. I like it when Try. a relationship like balances itself out. Like you know, that's like when you know that you're actually dating somebody. It's like, oh no, I'll get the drinks right now. Blah blah blah, and it just kind of like you know works itself out in the long run. Mm-hmm. It takes a while to get there, but it's oh, it does. Cool when but you yeah. are at that spot because like you've like yeah, game respect like, game. Yeah, definitely. I'm, I'm about to enter that world right now. I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm so excited. I'm so excited. All right. Next question comes from Snapchat. Subject, nudes. Question. I recently have gotten on Snapchat. Late, I know. And I've had a couple of guys ask me to send sexier or dirty pictures. Yeah. <laughs> These can be a little cleavage to one guy actually asking me to pleasure myself on video for him. Okay. Uh, is this a thing associated with Snapchat always, or is it, or is talking to dudes and trying to get to know on Snapchat just a bad idea? Please help. I will state that I think getting to know people on Snapchat is not the best idea, but I also want to say that I don't think it's the worst form of social media to get to know somebody on. I mean, it's still a form of talking, right? But at the same time, you get to see said person or like, you know, be a part of their day in some sense of the way you know it's not just reading someone's consciousness on twitter and stuff like that mm-hmm. but it's still probably not the best i would best idea to get to know somebody that way mm-hmm. i recently got into a conversation with uh, my girlfriend's mom she's a children's psychologist oh man and, uh she asked us she, she was like um like she has a client that is just worried that sends that sends pictures okay. without her face in it to guys. Oh, wow. And she doesn't know the the risks in doing that. You know? And it's like, yeah, this is a little bit... Yeah, you're kind of saving your privacy a little bit by your face, but, like, words still spread. Yeah. So it's like, if you do become that girl on Snapchat, that's going to be, like, 
sending all this stuff to other guys, like word does spread that you do do that. And especially in the, the very connected world we're in, it's just, there's no safeguard about that. So I, like Snapchat does enable this door for you, but I, I just, yeah. what, what type of person do you want to be? Yeah. I mean, you know, we've, I've done it. We've, I've taken, not taken, but I've definitely received, you know, I've taken sexier pics with the quotations <laughs> around it like this thing. Uh, and I've received them and it's just, you know, it's the, the lay of the land. It's the, how drunk is you, oh God, how drunk is you? Um, <laughs> I'm very drunk. No, um, like, you know, weird drunken nights are like times where you just talk to somebody for a while and that's the only way of showing almost anything to one another. And mm-hmm. that's a safer way than actually just hard form sending an image to somebody too. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, at the end of the day, it's just safer. Unless someone's screenshotting or... or but then you know. Yeah. And then yeah, they're then like, yo, you know. what the fuck? But, you know, other than that, you have this, like, safety measure that, like, it will be not saved or whatever. But with that said, it's still, like... There's still apps where you can save photos and yeah. stuff like that. And, yeah. I mean, I think, if you, like you said, everybody's done it. We've all, like, sent sexier pictures. Exactly. Like, We're I millennials. Mean, fuck it. I feel like <laughs> it's... I don't know. Maybe this is just me, but my opinion is that, like, sending, like, sexy nudes is one thing and then sending like videos of you doing another thing yeah is, like, completely sleazy in my opinion like and not to say i've not engaged in behavior like that but i feel like even if i did it i would know it's sleazy so it's like i know the consequences just know what you're doing be self-aware be like oh, okay i'm sending this guy this nude video of me doing a b c and d <laughs> and it is gonna per- like just be just, just be smart like Choices like this are, like, so... They're so subjective. It's just yeah. about how you want people to, like, personify you. If you're okay with people knowing you as a chick who sent the video, do you think, oh, girl, yeah. if you're not, don't fucking do it. Yeah. Like, for me, it's just kind of, like, really boiling down to just kind of, like, who really gives a fuck about what people think about them and who doesn't. It's the same chicks who get... Like, not same chicks, because I'm, like... Well, no, I meant, like, it's the same chicks who get super drunk in the club, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I I just wanted to like tread carefully because I also go to the clubs in which I get very intoxicated in public venues. So with that said, it's like no, you know that it's like still somewhat like it's not exactly a good image, right? Mm-hmm. So if you're doing it, you're kind of like unless you're like really outside drunk, you have an idea. It shouldn't surprise you the next day if you feel some kind of guilt because you know the act itself is like. On the season, yeah. That's just mm-hmm. me. Don't send videos to a fucking yeah, videos, guy. Like, that's yeah, just... Yeah. Any guy who's not your man who fucking asks you to send you videos of you doing shit to yourself is fucking creepy and yeah. is not trying to cuff you. Because there's no cuff, guy yeah. who will say, I want you to be my girlfriend after you send, send him them. nudes. Not, I mean, not even nudes. Nudes are one thing. But sending a video to a guy, that guy is not going to want to be your boyfriend. You already sent him a video of you doing shit to yourself. Like, he already has an image of what you are physically, but also, like, what you are as a person and how easy you are. It's like, I feel like Snapchat eliminates the chase a little. I'd have to agree. Yeah. At least shortens the chase. Yeah, sure. You, like, exchange Snapchats and it's like, hey. Uh, Hey. Hey. Uh, Hey. will you read this next question? Just because I want to make you say this. Okay. (laughs) thanks steven so um the next question is by dab daddy and the subject is you already know the question is to dab or to not dab 
or not to dab. To dab or First not of all, Stephen dabs on me randomly. So <laughs> See, I, because <laughs> no, I know you hate it. We'll be in the coffee shop. I'll just be there steaming milk, and then Stephen will just come by, act like he's doing something really useful, and then just boom dab in my face. I'm like, Stephen, get out <laughs> of my face with the dabs. I only dab ironically, <laughs> you know. And if I do dab, it's like a future dab, which is just more like a subtle lean. Like you're dancing, and you're just like, oh, but like. <laughs> You know, when I the only time I really dab is like in the most jokingly way possible. <laughs> I, you know, when forty-five-year-old white men that are voting for Donald Trump go to vote and post a vine of them dabbing after, usually don't want to be uh, associated yeah. with that. <laughs> but people love to dab. When do you cross the line? Like, I feel like you know, in our generation, like it's so. I just feel like it's so easy for parents to like come down on you, and I mean that's just the dynamic. Parents can come down on you for being a whatever. Like, being kind of a bad kid. You can never be like, Mom, like, what the fuck are you doing? It's like, I, I hate the fact that there's no... Like, I mean, I guess it depends on the relationship with your parents. But my parents are not on that wavelength. African mm-hmm. parents don't care. They do what they want. They tell you what to do. And it's just the way that it is. But, yeah, I hope that's how I am, too. But, it, you know, dabbing is, like, integrated on every level now. Yeah. Because of the NFL. Shouts out to Cam Newton. The, the true dad daddy. Yeah, yeah. Like, that guy made it popularized. Yeah. Like, you know. And then Migos made a bunch of money. Shouts out to Migos. Pipe it up. Migos. I walk in the club just to pipe it up. <laughs> um, I guess I'll... Do you have it, any I last... I have some more wine. Oh, of course. I guess my last opinions about the dab is I really haven't gotten on a uh, trendy dance since jerking. So, dude, but you killed jerking, man. And like, I I own that. I could do that. That, that was, was like the that was such a great phase. Yeah, that was the like 2011. Phase. That was, was so just, fun. Um, do you like dabbing? Not to dab. <laughs> I don't dab. You so don't I'm dab. say no. Shouts out to jerking, though. Yeah, I'll still jerk in the club. I thought jerking was so cool. That was a good phase. Who's your favorite <laughs> jerk artist? <laughs> What's your favorite old school move? Old school move? I'm the, I'm the Soldier Boy King. Back. I want to bring back the Soldier Boy. Uh, <laughs> Dude, he yeah. wrote a song on Lemonade. God damn. Really? Yeah. Soldier Boy wrote like two songs See, for Beyonce. The it's too complex. There's too many steps. Exactly. You know, that's because the thing, that's like, the thing like, is you can tell. Motion. You can tell. We have a uh, shout out to our friend Billy McGinnis. That guy can do yeah. almost every yeah. urban based dance move <laughs> ever made yeah. to an absolute 10 out of 10 level. And the Soldier Boy takes effort and time to learn mm-hmm. and if you fuck up the other guy who knows about the soldier boy is like no nah, you know no you're right. not doing it but jerking was so much fun but i was i can only jerk i couldn't yeah. do the spongebob like ben could do yeah. i couldn't do many still... that was so cool. no that was lame that's like oh, a group dance that. That was a, oh what that was just like <laughs> and then it was like <laughs> Just dancing is ludicrous. Stand in one position and still kill it. Like, guys, what more do you need? Like, the Harlem Shake, you could just be there, like, in the corner, like... To be honest, the one thing I wish I could bring back and or wish could stay around is the Running Man Challenge. I think the song and just, like, everyone dancing to it is so fun and funny. Mm. I can't do the Running Man, so I I would like to opt out. I'm a big stanky leg fan. Ooh, the stanky leg. Oh God, I still break it up. Leg, yeah. uh, someone who had a stanky leg, I'm like, yeah. Or just like the pin the pin drop from jerking. Like, yeah. I'll still pin drop on full. <laughs> Will you tell me what your favorite jerking artist was? That's all I want to know. Uh, it was uh, the guys from UCLA. It was... New fuck. Boys? No, it wasn't New Boys. I, like I saw New Boys Power in Rangers? concert. Though. No. Yeah. Power Rangers? Yeah. Yeah, shout out to them. Power they, they brought out the zebra pants. Yo, when the yeah, style started like getting really weird, I think that's when uh, jerking lost it. 
People are like, these dudes are ridiculous. That's true, but, that, but that's also when I got the most entranced. I was like, these guys are getting nutty. Yeah. I actually bought like a like a $20 pair of like red skin-tight Levi's. Just wore to them jerk once. Yeah, wore them once oh, just to jerk in. Oh my gosh. And worth it. It was so worth it. So worth it. Oh, I mean, RIP to those pants. Ripped them the same day. RIP to jerking, to be honest. And uh, I'll ask the last question, which is posed by Jenner, comma, Kylie. Subject, in common. I still like that name. That's a pretty how, good name. How formal. Yeah. Um, I am dating someone who is attractive, smart, and caring, yet we have nothing in common. I am someone who loves music of all types and really loves my TV shows, but the person I'm seeing hardly has anything in common with me. We disagree a lot, and they seem close-minded to even try to get to enjoy anything I like. Um, is this unusual or usual? And if so, how do I deal with it? Hmm. So, I mean, for me, as someone who usually tries to find somebody who is like-minded and is kind of like in the realm of stuff I care about as someone who is very uh, opinionated and loves a lot of different things, but at the same time, you know, I want to be able to talk to somebody about the stuff I like. Uh, I've actually started dating somebody that I don't have a lot of stuff in common with, like almost nothing. She doesn't get Seinfeld. She doesn't like trying exotic foods. <laughs> and, um, quote, unquote, movies are just too long, um, which is, you know, for me, a, a big thing. But I've actually found it quite interesting. And I think um, anybody that isn't willing to try, at least, you know, she's she puts herself out there a little bit. I put myself out there on, you know, weird stuff she likes as well. But it's like, you know, as long as you are open-minded and make an effort to at least try, which this person doesn't seem like they're doing, um... I think that's all that really matters. Mm-hmm. But similarities are great too, though, right? Like you want to yeah. find somebody that is, you know, shares common interests, right? That's the whole part of dating websites is, you know, I like hiking. Oh, this person also likes 69%. hiking. 69%. Oh, I thought you were about to say 69ing, and Me I was like, too. what a hard thing to post on Mash.com. <laughs> but yeah, um, I feel like everybody has something in common. Yeah, you got to find it. I genuinely it. do. Because, like, and I can say that because, like, even with my boyfriend, like, we are so similar in nature. Meaning, like, we like off the surface so many of the same things or activities. Rather, we love to chill. Like, that's our favorite extracurricular activity, chilling. Uh-huh. And, like, we, we share a lot of common interests and, like, things that we want to do. But then, like, when you get down to the nitty-gritty, we disagree on a lot of things. Like, our opinions, like... When we're watching a show, I'm like, we totally, 99% of the time, always disagree. So it's like, I feel like it's a give and take situation. Like, it's like, how much do you really like that person? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I like, are the differences too much for you to overlook? Because there's some people who like, like, state it. I think movies are a really big deal to you, right? Yeah. For you to Literally be able to <laughs> overlook that, I feel like is you see something else that's like somewhat like like a mutual interest not necessarily in a, a tangible item like you don't necessarily like the same food together but there's some they like there's a common interest in there that makes you want to hang out with this girl more right well so yeah I, I think it's a give or take i mean just like how they say in the beginning of their message like this person is attractive smart and caring like they all that probably means that the other person thinks that they are attractive smart and caring and i think that that's a common interest that yeah Right's truer than, you know, select things that you are weird about or nerdy about, right? Yeah, definitely. You'll always find something that you'll, like, connect with. And it'll if you take the time to do so, it may take longer for most and more, more people are tolerant. Like, there are people who are just set in stone and they're just like, after a couple of dates, if you don't really see something that's, like, really clicking, you're just like, oh, okay, go. But there are other people who seek more than just, like, similarities and seek just, like, 
okay basically what i'm trying to say similarities and connection are totally different like you mm-hmm. could connect with someone on a totally different level but be different like i connect with my boyfriend and it kind of makes us similar because we both connect with each other right mm-hmm. but i connect with him on like certain things like we're like we agree on like certain things but we're different in so many ways so it's kind of like one of those things i don't think like i don't think common interest is any way a ruling factor in a relationship not anymore mm-hmm. like we're not in the middle yeah. ages like where you needed to have like your family have the same last name for you to marry yeah. you know yeah true benny I, I mean, I agree. I, I think, like, overarching, you guys have, you guys have the same values, but, like, when you got... get Values down, are important. Yeah. That's something that you should see eye to eye on. For sure. Yeah. I, I, and I'm trying. <laughs> yeah, and, too, like, I don't want someone to agree with everything I say. Like, that's just boring. Mm-hmm. That's just when you get to, like, hey, what's up? Oh, nothing. Oh, same. Damn. Like, conversation just ends there, because you guys have nothing more interesting to say. Like, me and my girlfriend, like, we... We love a lot of the same things, but like the specific the specifics of why we love them is totally totally different. different. Like music, for instance, like I view music as like an art form, and like I look for the different complexities in it, and like what an artist put into it. Whereas when she looks at it, like she's looking at like the fun aspect of it, and like not necessarily looking for it to get that deep, and just like so it's very ubiquitous amongst her friends and all that stuff. Where I'm looking for like that one artist that put that time in and made that different sound. And like, that's what I love about it. Drink. So it's like, exactly. So it's like, we both love music. You can say that. Yeah. But it's like the it's musical artists that we love are totally different. We're both listening to music all the time, but the that's people we're listening really to is totally point. different. So it's like, you do need some things that you guys share, but I mean, I feel like you're already getting that because you already think that that person's attractive, funny. And you know, you guys are obviously still hanging out for a reason. Yeah. But you don't need the exact reasons to be the same. Yeah. What do you find attractive about someone? It has to be something that you like. Yeah. Right? So that's already just a similar interest. It's like if you really just like like a person to dress so-and-so, like I'm very particular about like how I like my, the guy I'm dating to dress. If you like a certain thing and they like wearing it, it's just like a common interest. Can I ask you a question that kind of takes us off topic, but will also kind of put a closure on this question? Should I get a bottom grill? Fuck like, yeah. I just want bottom four teeth. You know what I mean? Just all solid gold. Because no one sees my bottom teeth. Like, you know, when I close my mouth, my lips disappear. I like the ones that are like... Well, no, I yes. That is the answer to your question. I like okay. the ones that are open. Like, like, I've seen people who have, like, the square ones that are, like... I like would gold get, like, rim teeth. Yeah, I would, get, I would get, like, two of those. I've always wanted rims. Like, I'm still going to get them Damn. one day just to, like, take selfies and that's it. Oh, I just want to wear it so no one knows. For Paul Wall. I, <laughs> shout out to Houston, baby. All right. Drive slow, homie. Uh, you asked the last question. I, uh, it's your question that you brought to us, so I'm, I'm interested Hi, to, to nail it. Um, well, it's totally unrelated, but um, my last question was, what, is it, what was it like growing up? Like, do you feel like, did you, like, is it a big part of who you are today, or did you create those characteristics once you were out on your own i acknowledge growing up it it i can totally feel like it attributes to like my build my views but like i've also just not like i said i've i haven't been abroad in a re- i mean i haven't been home in a long time so i feel like a lot of my perspectives and just ideas come from like my own 
formulation of them and just like things that I have my experiences that I've gone through I just I guess what I'm saying is like what was it like growing up and does it attribute a lot to who you are um today I mean I think me and Ben might be a little bit different on this topic um Mm -hmm. as everyone knows I'm a very nostalgic person I kind of live in the past um and it romanticize it highly so I think like for me and where I am now in my life um I respect my past. I know, like, that it built my mentality, which isn't my favorite thing about me either. Um, But I also feel like, you know, it's all a road, right? You can look back or you can go forward. And I think, like, when I look back, it's because I know about what has happened then. And I can resonate on it. Whereas in the future, I'm more anxious and afraid of it because I don't know what's going to happen. Nothing's for certain. And, like, the past is already written. So I think it definitely influenced me. Like my childhood was mad sick. Like me and Ben both grew up in a super awesome town and had great friends all through high school and all through, you know, basically since I was five, I've had like six of the same best friends. So it's kind of crazy. Yeah. And, you know, nothing ever went wrong. No crazy shit happened to us Mm -hmm. when we were kids other than stuff we got ourselves into. Um, Like, you know, one time we found a treasure map that led to this whole thing. It's a long story. (laughs) Um, But... uh, (laughs) For another podcast. Um, But it was great, and I learned a lot. And I think um, the most important thing that I learned was, you know, that I have myself. And also, like, you know, that's why I moved up here. I moved up here with, you know, two of my friends that lived up here, but mostly not knowing anybody. And I met you and uh, a lot of my other friends. And I have, like, a sense of community here. And, like, my dad always said, it's like, it takes a tribe to raise somebody, right? So, like, I thank and I honor and I remember everything that all those people taught me growing up, take it up to here. And now I have a new tribe to like give myself to and try to incorporate into a like family aspect up here. I love that, Steve. Thank you. That was a great perspective for that. It's so cool that you have like friends that are like, you've known for forever. Yeah, I know it's really weird. (laughs) Fears is like having like, my parents have friends they've known each other. Like, they've known since, since like... birth, basically. Yeah. And that's, like, decades. I'm like, will I ever have that? Like, who are, who are going to be the people who are, like, planning yeah. shit for you? You know, you never yeah. think about stuff like this, but, like, who are going to be your best friends who are, like, doing A, B, C, and D for you? It's, like, mm-hmm. kind of scary. Me and Ben have known each other for 13 years. Good that's God. That's crazy. It's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. Fucking grandpas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're a couple of grandpas. <laughs> Seriously. Wine paws. Yeah, hey. hey, what about you, Ben? I, I'm I'm interested to know your perspective. I'm um, eager. I don't necessarily think about my past a lot, but I definitely key into it a lot. Experiences. Um, my growing up as a kid, I very, I I say outright like I was very privileged. Grew up in like a middle upper class Jewish family. I had a lot of family surrounding me. Both my parents stayed together. Those are things I think about constantly because. All my friends and people I've dated have, have not had parents that are together. Shouts out to me. <laughs> so it's like, I always think about why I got lucky that way. Or I don't even know if it's luck, but it, like at this point, it's just like, that was what I was given. Um, I had a fucking amazing childhood. Like, I was fucking spoiled as much as I could ever imagine. I loved high school. I loved everything about being a kid. Like, there was never anything bad that happened to me. I felt fucking invincible. I had everything at my fingertips. And then when I got to high school and, like, my intellectual side started coming out, like, 
that was when my hunger really started developing. And like the only thing I wanted was to use what I had as a base and go farther than anyone had before. And it's like, I really honestly feel like my childhood prepped me to just like push myself as far as humanly fucking possible because I like, I fully understand that I have some privileges that other people don't. And instead of putting that in other people's faces, like I want to use that to go just push the bounds as far as I could go. Like I never want what I have to be a detriment to other people. I want what I have to pave the way for other people so that they can also follow that path. And I know that's like a really weird thing to say. Like, I don't want it to be like, I don't even know. Like I, I like I always think about this. Like I just really want to utilize everything that I've had to the fullest capability because I know that I haven't had to go through that much struggle. Yeah. And I really hope that other people do the same. And it's hard for me to kind of say that, but at the end of the day, it's, it's, it's all that I have to keep me going. Like that's literally what drives me to push myself farther is because I know that I've been blessed with a lot of lucky things. Like a lot of the cards have fallen in front of me. So it's like, that's so why I, not work as hard as humanly fucking possible to make the most of all of it. For sure. So. Cla- do you put, yeah. set that as your alarm clock noise? <laughs> that's right. amazing. That's, bop, bop, bop. Yeah, play that when you eat your cereal. And that's my you childhood. Going. Also, a huge part of my childhood was my grandma's cooking. Just throwing that out there. She fucking made amazing food. And all Billy Mac's dick. <laughs> <laughs> and amazing friends, and literally amazing friends who have always supported me. Yeah. It's so dope that you can look back and even just like have like legit people in your life that you're like, oh, holy shit, amazing, yeah. and they're still there. Yeah. Yeah, we've like, always had like a great support yeah. system. That's kind of crazy. Yeah. Like like me and uh, producer Sam for the show, the the DJ dude. Taco Boy. Taco Boy. Like he was literally my first friend ever. We met in first grade. Oh my God. And somehow so we've ama- remained friends this entire time. You know what I mean? And I just attended his college graduation. Like, who the hell would have thought? Yeah. Like, at that point. It's like milestones that you're, like, crossing with your friends. It's like, you know you're going to be, like, fucking, like, years from now just being like, shit, I was at your graduation. That shit was so loud. (laughs) Dude. Yeah, I'm going to Comic-Con next, in, like, a month with one of my best friends who I've known since I was five. And, oh like, gosh. you know, shouts out to Vincent Cuenca, but we've held it down since, like, day one. And that's, like, moving away from each other, coming back, like, everything. Like, we were friends. And then after that, like, you know, I've had my other best friend, Andrew, since we were five. We were born on the same day. It's cool that you could maintain that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's not easy. It's it, Sometimes it is really easy, and sometimes it isn't. It depends on who it is and, like, you know. That's all a friendship is. Take yeah. effort. They're like relationships. Well, they, they are, are relationships, relationships they are but they're relationships. like an actual, like, you can't sleep on them. Literally. You can't be there like, ah, okay, you just love me and it's okay. You have to go out of your way to really make sure you foster those relationships. Nurture them. I, yeah. Yeah. Um, what was the question? Oh, growing up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, you answered. That, that was the yeah. whole intro. Yeah. You Pretty much. It. Yeah. I think you guys know about enough about me. I, I Growing up has made me a lot of who I am. I think what's like the most prevalent thing is I try to maintain it as much as possible. Like it's a really hard, believe it or not, almost harder than you would think to maintain your roots 
people say that all the time and it's so cliche but it is like my mom literally does not speak to me in english like at all she's mm-hmm. like she's afraid i'm gonna lose any trace of like knowing my language and it's kind of scary because it's like i don't want to be so like out source where i'm like so far away that i forget how to speak my own language it's like you actually write the story for your generations to come like i want my kids to be able to speak several african languages and be well versed in stuff like that but because i chose a really peculiar path in my life which is like not the norm it like it hinders me a lot in that sense but yeah it's it's definitely makes me a lot of who i am i try to stick through it and stick to my gun of being very much african in the most like be way possible meaning like i still live abroad but that's kind of who i am yeah as someone who speaks like seven that's a great answer first off as someone who speaks like seven languages what language do you do you think in is that a weird question it's not weird because like i randomly say things to like even Derek, like, I randomly yeah. speak sometimes to people at workshop in Sutan, and I'm like, oh, what the fuck? I can nah. just tell when people look at me, like, strange. I'm like, oh, shit, I just, like, must have not said anything in English. It's hard in the mornings. <laughs> really, it is, because, like, your brain is just kind of fixated. Like, even, like, when I'm on Muni, I'm, like, thinking in Sutswana constantly, or I'm, like, tweeting my friends in Sutswana. I'm trying my best to, like, maintain it as much as possible. It's weird. Yeah. I, I definitely... Yeah think in english english is my my first language yeah. like just so you know like so like even in my house like if you were to ever come and visit me most likely we'd be speaking english but i'm I hope trying so. my be best lost. to maintain kind of like my level of like i think if i've chosen this path where i'm gonna like do this and not be at home i yeah. need to maintain it or else no one else is gonna be here to like keep it going yeah. i'll be like 41 day and no like <laughs> nothing well, that's what culture is all about. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, you know, staying true to your roots. Defo, defo. It's really, really. But really like, if I had seven languages like rolling through my head, I'd have no idea what I'd like. What <laughs> language? I mean, I think mostly in emojis as it is. So, like, you know, those are the only two I languages. Think he's coming out with an emoji app. I just want to know, like, how much of a celeb do you have to be to create one? Because I want my own. You can, dude. We live in Silicon Valley. Give a guy, give like some dude a hundred bucks. He'll make an emoji app for you. Oh yeah. Totally. Oh really? Yeah. I need someone to make an emoji of a chick who's just like overwhelmed with everything, and she's walking into San Francisco, like, <laughs> and she's just like, "I'm done. I need that emoji." A. Someone get on it. <laughs> <laughs> someone that's listening, you can have Derek code it. Um... Cool. So that kind of wraps us up. Uh, thank you, Lonnie, for coming on the show and asking Yay. questions. And that was an amazing question. I yeah, that was that a great it was question. A pleasure, yeah. guys. Thank you, Pappy. No problem. And you know, we kind of end the show every week um, with recommendations. So, like something that helped get you through the week, right? So um, Ben will start, and then we'll kind of go in a circle. But just you know, what kept you going this week, and what do you recommend to our listeners? Um, what kept me going this week? Uh, I did a lot of traveling this week, and when you're traveling, I know this sounds so weird, but just like pack enough underwear and socks, like pack more than you need. I'm not playing with you. Like there's nothing better when you're traveling, just that comfortability, even change your socks midday. And I know it's kind of frivolous, but it helps me out so much while being away from home, being away from just like all my comfort zone-ness. Underwear and socks. Always key. Good recommendation. What what was the thing you listened to most while you were traveling around? 
uh, Division's album. Division's album. You know they're coming here. Yeah, and I'm gonna miss it. Unfortunately, oh. I know they're on Friday. Yeah, I know, I know. Well, they're great. They're, they're, they are some new level stuff. So I that's OVO gang, right? That is great. My recommendation this week is uh, coconut water. I'm absolutely obsessed with it. I might start snorting it. Um, I love it. It's flavored with pineapple sometimes. Um, I don't recommend, I explained to everybody earlier, but I do not recommend the, uh, pulp version of coconut water. Mm -hmm. Uh, never ends well. Let's just say that. And other than that, yeah, I just recommend taking uh, a day and getting out of the house as I always do. I, you know, am someone who would rather sleep than do almost anything. But when I like, don't just sleep and get out of the house at like 7am and stay up all day, it's like, you know, it's a lot more fun. Mm -hmm. So yeah. that's my recommendation. I feel it. Um, my rec- I have a three. One, do Go. put your phone, if you struggle waking up in the morning, put your phone very far away from your bed. Mm. I realize that works <laughs> very well because in you order better for do me that to turn it off, I need to walk Get to up. the furthest part of my room and I'm already up. Yeah. So it is very helpful. Also, like, play music. Like, it has changed my life. Like, literally, it's one of those things that you're like, ah, I could, but I don't need to, but I'm in a rush. If it's the first thing that you do when you wake up, play music. You'll be in an instantly better mood. You're picking the songs. It's not radio. Like, just play what you want to hear in mm-hmm. the monkey. It's like, like the, yeah, we, yeah, you and I both wake up at, what, 4.30 tomorrow morning? Dude. And that's, like, all I do is I listen to aggressive <laughs> trap music because that's the only thing that will get me going in the trap. <laughs> you need whipping to the coffee. get yourself yeah. Like, yeah. give yourself that mental pep talk where you're like, I got Let's go. Let's yeah. do this. this yeah. I've got this. Yeah. Let's do it. 4.30 a.m. is not podcast time. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> right? And then the last thing I, I will recommend, and just because I, I did it this week, but, like, Whenever you're feeling really shitty and like consecutive days have like passed by, like let's say it's like now four or five days and you've just been feeling the same way, trust and believe sharing it or venting, whether it's like really angry or really sad or like really like excited about something, like you'll feel better sharing that with someone. It's like I Mm -hmm. went through like four or five days this week, I was just annoyed randomly, like at specific things. I'm just like every day. And then, like, on the fifth day or something like that, like, one of my, my close friends asked me, she's like, what's wrong? You just seem so anxious. And I just, like, blurted out, like, verbal diarrhea, like, what was going on? And then she was like, oh, okay, I understand. And I was like, oh, I felt so much better. I was just like, all right, well, now that it's out there. Put it on the universe. Yeah, put yeah. it on the universe. Don't feel shy to just be like, bug, I'm really hating this right now. Like, mm-hmm. even just saying it out loud is so much better that's like the whole theory of this podcast Mm -hmm. just like put your phone down and talk about stuff and you know just like you said like you know it's great speaking your mind venting (laughs) yeah before we end this podcast i want to ask why do you say death though i don't know you just prefer it I just prefer it. I don't... That's a really good question. I don't know where I've got it from. I've been saying it for years, so I don't know. It might be like Defo. a UK Defo. thing. I don't even notice. It might I be might like take a, that. Yeah. I might take that and run with it. <laughs> it might be like a <laughs> deal, thing. Defo. I don't even know where it comes from. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for pointing that out. I'm going to like ask my friends if I say that all the time. They'll probably say yes. Uh, yes. <laughs> We're gonna say yes. 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 Did I say it a lot? I don't know. I have no idea. Well, I'll listen back. I'll yeah. let you know. I'll count them. Um, Thanks, guys. This is no awesome. problem. Uh, and 
yeah, just like we said, this is a Too Broke for Therapy. You can ask questions every week at TooBrokeForTherapy.com um, or tweet at us at TBFT Podcast. Uh, we kind of plug it up at the end of every show, so this is where we kind of give you time to tell people where they can find you since you gave us your time. Um, you can follow me at Stephen Baker at Stephen Baker with a PH, Baker is in the profession, and eight as the number. Um, and yeah, thanks, guys. Also, shouts out to Wine, Ben. Uh, you guys can follow me on Twitter at Benjamin Simons, spelled how it sounds. <laughs> I'm sorry. Foul. <laughs> no, not you, Steve. Okay. Uh, Instagram at Benessy, B-E-N-N-E-S-S-Y underscore. Yeah, Instagram as well at Dat McFly. I always forget. Your Instagram is pretty, pretty large, dude. I know. <laughs> and Lonnie, where can they find you? Um, Get me on Instagram. I'm, my Twitter's private. <laughs> <laughs> What's your Instagram? It's like usually like six it's... photos posted per day, right? Leave me alone. <laughs> oh my gosh, let me live. Okay, it is Launay Cake, L-A-O-N-E Cake. Cake? That's my Instagram. I love it. Actually, that's my profile for everything, but yeah. Right. Well, you know, if people want to hit up a hit private Twitter. Hit me up on Twitter. Snapchat where I don't look at anyone's <laughs> It's true, she doesn't. I, I look. <laughs> Do you look at no, I don't. No, I don't have time for that. Okay, I barely, okay. yeah. I don't have, know how people look at people viewing their stories. Like, someone recently this week was like, oh, you didn't see it on my story? I, I checked. And I was like, what the fuck did you just say to me? <laughs> it's heavy. Yeah. People people know, man. Yeah. yeah. Oh, they know too much nowadays. <laughs> and yeah. Is real. Thank you, guys. We will be back next week. We have an excellent mix planned for you. From Xander Wave. Xander Wave. We missed it, dude. We missed it. Mona, you've gone to a Xander Wave uh, a little show, huh? When? My birthday. Say, say oh, really? Yeah. I didn't know that was, didn't That's know Sam. That was Xander Wave. Yeah. yeah. Oh, cool. And he's going to play here at Little OC this weekend. Yeah, oh, on yeah. Saturday? Yeah. You'll be here, you said? Yeah. Yeah. It's great. And, you know, you can follow him at SoundCloud at SoundCloud slash Xanderwave, X-A-N-D-E-R-W-A-V, no dot. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, it's going to be a great mix. I think we might get some house vibes in this one. I have no idea, though. We shall see. We shall see. And we will embark on this together. And, yeah, Lonnie, thank you for coming. (laughs) It was a pleasure. Thanks, guys. No problem. And, guys, don't forget, we are not therapists. Thank you for reminding me, Ben. Did you know that, Lonnie? I did not know. Could not have figured. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. (laughs) We've had enough of that.
Awesome. You guys got sponsored? Yeah, okay. I, somewhat. I mean, I, I was talking sponsored to my friend. For what? I was podcasting. For, yeah, for podcasting. That's so cool. 